welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, a podcast dedicated to gaming artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan, and if you're listening to this on the day of release, happy Indie Animation Day, the time of year to where we get to celebrate the best that indie animation has to show and really raise the community up together. So I thought I'd do my part with today's episode by really presenting someone who has used indie animation not just to create incredible short but to present you all a fantastic world. Today's guest is Wisdom Nun, better known as WizzyMMD70, an animator best known for developing his own indie animated pilot, mainly by himself, called Bob's World. For those that know the story of Bob's World, hearing that a 14-year-old was able to basically single-handedly create such an incredible piece of animation is an incredible story on its own, but I definitely wanted to have Wisdom on here to talk not just about that experience, but how he has gone forth and continued making more of Bob's World, and how indie animation has truly helped bring forward his creative vision. I felt like that is the best way to represent what Indie Animation Day is all about, and that's why I wanted to present you guys with what I think is a fantastic conversation with a very talented artist. If you enjoy our guests today, make sure you support Wisdom with the links down in the description below, especially on YouTube, checking out Bob's World if you have not today. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. You know I see that stuff. You know it means the world to me. And look, since we are here on Indie Animation Day... If you guys want to help a little further, really support the indie animation community, maybe you should consider checking the link in the description below for the Indiegogo for the evil little thing. For the past month, I have been trying to promote this incredible project that is spearheaded by Tipsy J Hearts, bringing forth an incredible adult animated horror comedy starring a demon goat causing chaos onto the world. Who does not want to see that? So if you truly want to show some support on this wonderful Indie Animation Day, if you are able to, either donate or spread the word about the evil little thing. Any help would be greatly appreciated. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to do this more than anything else. Like, whenever I saw that you'd follow me on Twitter, like, randomly, I'm like, oh... Oh crap! Okay, let me let me see what I can do about this. So it's an honor, <laughs> it's an honor really to have you on this podcast. Oh my god! Thanks so much. That, no, I really appreciate that. It's super cool to be here. Yeah. I think what, like what you're doing is like amazing, especially for like just indie artists overall. Yeah, absolutely. How'd you? I, I have to ask, kind of a you know, buffing up my ego just a little bit. But how did you hear about the podcast in the first place? Um, I think I just like. I looked through like my maybe like recommended like following section and I saw like post I, I saw I saw your account and I was like oh this is so dope yeah and I just like followed have you, like, had- you follow me? <laughs> 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 have you had a chance to to go through any of the episodes listen to some of them yourself you have any personal favorites right off the bat yeah I, I caught a few um definitely I'll be watching some more especially like today after we're done here but yeah it's super cool what you what you're doing oh no absolutely trust me I'm I'm amazed myself the people I'm able to get on this podcast yourself included so yeah no it's 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 a super surreal experience <laughs> all I am is just a, a little forklift driver in nowhere Georgia and here I am getting an opportunity to talk to cool artists and stuff like hey it, it's what you make of this right 
Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. From the videos I've seen, like everyone has like such like cool backgrounds and like, like yours included. And like my like posters and stuff are on like sides of the walls and not the back. I, I, <laughs> so mean, I mean, to be fair, you're in a college dorm. I mean, there's only so much you can do to make it look you know, oh, this elegant. Is, this, so. is my, this is my bedroom at oh, home. Oh, it's your bedroom at home. Oh, okay. I'm so um, rude of me to assume my bed. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, hey, to be fair, like I, I'm digging like the the cozy vibes you got going with your setup with the little LED light and stuff. You got a little guitar in the corner, little little drawing tablet right there, ready to go for whatever. <laughs> All right, wisdom. Before we really get going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you get to go to a desert island on your own accord. It's just you alone with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe. Get to truly enjoy yourself for a little bit. With accommodations, you're not stranded on this island. It's like a little personal, you know, paradise more than anything else. Like you have all the accommodations and everything. Yeah. To help make sure you don't go completely insane on this island, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help with whatever kind of headspace you want on this island. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Ooh, I think like right off the bat, I was thinking like a sketch pad. I think I'm, I think I'm really inspired by just the visuals around me and I'll try to draw that if I don't get like annoyed by things not coming out as, as planned. (laughs) I mean, we can, we we can always provide, provide you with a, like a pile of, of sketchbooks or whatnot for however long you want to stay on this island. Cause again, this is your little paradise, but I mean, like I, I appreciate that you want to go with, I guess, like a more natural approach, just like taking in your environment and then translating that into your own art. Like that's, that's honestly cool to hear. Like, is that more or less like how you go about your art, like in real life, like just kind of taking in your surroundings and just exploding it onto the paper? Um, kind of, I think I do that more in like in college recently, like, cause I've, I've been doing classes and doing, um, drawings of like trees and buildings and stuff like that. Okay. But um, usually it's just kind of just anything I find cool on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair with with what everything that's on the internet that's both an interesting thing and a very scary thing um, <laughs> but regardless a sketchbook that is your answer you're locking that in yeah i'll lock that in then if sketchbook then if that's the case i cannot think of a better way to start the postmodern art podcast welcome everyone i am your host nathan ragland uh feel free to like share subscribe or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer uh the indiegogo for the evil little thing is live right now go to the link in the description below to support that today you know it's it's when this episode comes out it's indie animation day support indie animation um and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky at Postmod Art Pod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> he is an animator best known for developing his own indie animated pilot, mainly by himself as a teenager called Bob's World. Welcome to the podcast, Wisdom Nun, aka Wizzy MMD70. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today, Wisdom? doing very good very well um and it's just been a pretty chill day i've uh been sunday's my break day so i'm just like usually chilling or i'll just like try to animate or draw something just because well i i'm thankful that you took time out of your break day to to sit down and chat on here today like i said before whatnot um obviously when I, I first heard of you whenever Bob's World first came out and like seeing kind of how much of a following that had immediately and obviously the, the story that people would tell behind it, like it's inspirational more than anything else. And that's why I thought, you know, especially on again, when this episode comes out on Indie Animation Day, why not, you know, tell that story, you know, for all the people that might be inspired to try to do indie animation themselves. 
But before we jump into that, I want to go back, I guess, just a little bit because of relatively how young you are. <laughs> I, want to, I want to go back just a little bit and learn more or less the origin story of wisdom. What got you interested in art and animation in the first place? Um. Okay, so let's... Can I break that down into two sections, like art and please, animation? Please do. Yeah. Um. So art. I'm. I was, when I was really young, like I was really inspired by my dad because he um he drew a lot and he still draws a lot. Okay. Um. He had this like really big sketchbook and he draw like um a lot of things that I'd suggest to him, like draw like Scooby Doo and like the Mystery Machine or draw <laughs> draw me and my siblings and uh and stuff like that. And he did it. And I was just like so amazed by that. Um. And I think I. Like that's what like started it for me. Um and for animation, I think just like it just kind of became like, yeah, this this will be it. I forget exactly like either the movie or the project that got me into um like loving animation so much, but I think it was probably when I was really young, like I I watched a bunch of like um like Scooby Doo and stuff okay. like that. I'm a huge fan. Very big Scooby Doo. Um, and, um, I think just watching, watching that and just like going from there, like seeing how, um, how funny cartoons could be or like how dramatic things could be or how like beautiful things could be just like, it just became like, yeah, I'm just going to do that. That's what I want to do. I mean, mean, it's certainly, it's a good foundation for, for both aspects of it. I mean, like I, I have to ask when it comes to your dad, like, was he an artist himself or was that something that he just kind of did to kind of express himself on the side? Yeah, he is. He's an artist. Um, an incredible one. Um, yeah, he doesn't like draw as much in like the sketchbook or at least from what I've seen, he like does stuff for making cars. He makes like these RC cars very big and it's super cool it's incredible how he how he does it and he draws a lot of like concepts and stuff and he does a lot of like 3d printing and it's it's just incredible to see absolutely and then of course you were talking about obviously the the you know cartoons like scooby-doo being a good influence look i was one of those kids growing up to where like my my mom would always get like first vhs but then dvds of like the some of the newer scooby-doo stuff and like some of the cool scooby-doo adventures like you know down under like the 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 werewolf mystery like race one whatever that one was called (laughs) (laughs) like and especially i can only imagine like for you like especially the the different ways that they kind of just explore different characters and different scenarios and whatnot like that obviously i have to applaud that's a good foundation like is there any particular thing that you hold near and dear when it comes to scooby-doo in general like why is that like your your go-to first place to go to um i think like one thing is like the ensemble cast like the five characters in a group like that's such a like a a staple for things and like i i that's so cool because you have like a you have a bunch of characters and you're gonna like fall in love with at least one of them like you know um that and just um the mystery machine like the mystery machine it's like one of the most like in, like greatest things to me like in in existence <laughs> for some reason. Absolutely. I mean, it, the the design whoever initially designed that like they they nailed it right on the head. Like it's just like it's one of those like timeless designs that everyone wants and to this day people still want for like their vans when they own one for some reason. <laughs> um, I, I was gonna say like it reminds me so. 
bringing myself into the conversation a little bit, I'm a huge wrestling fan. And um, there's a wrestler in All Elite Wrestling. I think her name is Sky Blue. But she recently has been rocking, like, wrestling gear that looks exactly like the Mystery Machine thing. Like, you know, the, the, the nice little wavy colors, the little flowers and stuff. Like, the, the contrasting blue and green or whatnot. Like, it's it's perfect recreation. That's awesome. I got yeah. I to find a photo and share it to you at some point. So, obviously... I, I'm I'm curious. When did it go from just like a general love and appreciation for art and animation stuff to a passion and wanting to make it your career? Career. Um, I think. Hmm. Some of this stuff kind of gets a little hazy for me, to be honest. But I think, um, at some point, I just think I was just like, it was just like a no-brainer. It was just like, um. Cause I had been doing art for so long, or I guess like doing it constantly. And I just kind of like, in my brain, I'm like, I'll just, I'm just gonna keep doing this. Um, and in some way, shape or form, I'm just gonna keep doing what I wanna do. <laughs> if that kind of answers your question, I'm no, not sure it, if that- I, I think it perfectly does. Cause I mean, like for some people, like that, it, it either comes to them early or it comes to them like way later in life when they have that kind of like spark moment of like, oh, this is what I love. This is the career I wanna do. Um, yeah. for me personally, like I knew I wanted to do something with like entertainment in one way or another, but I didn't really have that like flicker moment of like, Oh, this is exactly what I want to do until I at least got to college and like got to experience what it was like to work in like, you know, filmmaking and stuff along the lines of that. I knew I wanted to do something in that general field. Hence why this podcast kind of exists because it's kind of a way for me to express that entertainment aspect, you know? Um, mm -hmm. but I can imagine for you, especially growing up in such a, like, from what I could tell art, uh, art rich atmosphere in the first place. Like it's kind of easy, especially seeing that you're surrounded by this stuff. It's kind of easy for it to click in your head, be like, you know what, this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, my dad is an artist. Um, my sister used to draw a lot. Um, my other sister is a designer. Ooh. Um, and my brother is also draws sometimes too. My, and, um, my mom, not so much from what I can tell, but we're all like, uh, it's not just in that one way that we're um, artists, but we're also musicians as well. Okay. Like me, me and myself have a band, uh, we're called None Above. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> it was in that. And um, like, we just, we were just really encouraged by our parents from a young age to just kind of just keep doing what we want to do. Um, and I think just from there, because of that encouragement, it just became that no-brainer where it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. Therefore, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, and et cetera. Again, honestly, I can relate to that because, again, when it comes to this podcast, one of the things that has kept me going with this thing is my dad trip. Just, like, being proud that I'm able to do something that I love, now that, that, you know, that I'm able to do it. Like the fact that I, I love doing conversations like this, the fact that I love entertaining people in one way or another, like I, I can get that. I'm glad to hear that your parents really encouraged that. So I'm wondering how much of that encouragement and love for art and animation led you to realize at a very early age, you know what? I can make my own animation. So I, I, I obviously like I brought you here because everyone that does know you, they know you for a very particular project known as Bob's World. That's right. People are already <laughs> jumping into this bad boy. I'm I'm curious, like, how did Bob's World, like, the concept of it, how did it come to be for you? Like, when at some when at point, ah, ah, words come back to me. Words are wonderful. At what point, like, did you kind of develop the concept of what you wanted to see for this Bob's World? 
Yeah, so this like goes way back to when I was in um, second grade of oh, like wow. elementary. Yeah, yeah, elementary school, and my brother and I um, had we had these things called nuffle bunnies. Do you know what nuffle you know nuffle bunnies are? I don't off the top of my head. I do not know what nuffle bunnies are. Oh yeah, it's there, there was this this book series um, called like it's like nuffle bunny something. I forget, okay. but. Um, they're these green bunnies okay and stuffed animals and one day um our elementary school brought them in so we could like make them ourselves and so i i made one it did not look good um (laughs) and my brother made one as well and when we were coming home like i i named mine fred for some reason i think i i made i'm probably named mine fred because of fred from scooby-doo and yeah and then my brother wasn't sure what to name him, I believe. And then we both like thought, like, what's like the funniest name we could think of at the time? And it was Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, um, we just like started like making these really like stupid stories. Just like um, like before bed, we just like play around with the stuffed animals a bunch. Um, and then like when he was like done playing with them, like a few years afterwards i was like oh bummer so i like started making comics with them when okay. i was in like yeah and then um after the comics it became um animatics and then i was really i was around like 12 when i started to like really get into animatics and stuff like that and drawing storyboards and i was really um hung up on that because like i can never like make it past the animatic stage for some reason um <laughs> And um, I then was like, I'll just fine. I'll just I'll just start animating. Like if 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 I if I'm so stuck up, like I'll I'll at least try to animate this thing um, in some way, shape, or form. And then I think the first time I tried it, I failed, and I just like stopped. <laughs> um, we all gotta start from somewhere, all right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that was the first time. And then I believe the second time I was just really inspired by, or like the the time where I actually did it, I was really inspired by like watching Steven Universe, the movie. Um, for some reason that just got me really amped. And I was like, fine, I'll do it. I'll like, I'll, I'll just animate a pilot. <laughs> and that's where it came from. <laughs> I was uh, 14 at the time. This is like September of 2019. Um, and I was like, I po- I even like posted on my on my Instagram. I was like, I'm making this pilot. It's gonna it's gonna come out um, a year from now. <laughs> yeah, who, who Laura? Who knew that you would have so much time to get that done within the next year, huh? <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, no. I, I first off, I want to say that is probably the most wholesome origin story I have ever heard when it comes to characters with the little nuffle bunnies. Like that. That's just adorable <laughs> to hear more than anything else. But I'm glad to hear that. Like something that started as simple as a couple of, you know, little bunnies or whatnot, eventually evolved into this incredible creative project that you decided to go all in full force on it. The thing that impressed me more than anything else is like, obviously, yo, you're thinking at like 12, 13, 14 years old that you were going to animate this thing. That's either extremely naive or really impressive, probably a little bit of both. So I'm wondering, like, how did you get the idea in your head that, you know, you could animate in the first place? Like, I, I, for a lot of people they don't realize until they get like more into that field like how to animate so like how did you how did you learn to animate in the first place i guess would probably be the best way to ask this so i am a self-taught animator right. um 
and when i was i forget when i first like started to animate it was probably it was probably like flip notes or something like that okay Actually, now that i think about it it was um trying to replicate those like captain underpants like flip covers yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i tried to make those in my bob's world comics okay um i believe it yeah i believe i did that and then um I was like really inspired by um, like this one video of Eric Goldberg, um, I believe that's his name from Disney. Um, yeah, and he was like drawing on a on a light table. Okay. And um, I just kept watching that video over and over again and showing my parents. And I was like, this is so cool. And then that Christmas, I believe I was in fifth grade, they got me a traditional animation light table. Oh wow. Um, yeah and like that i was like what and so that's where uh i just like started um that's where i started like trying to animate i think i started with the ball and i would do like i'd have a um a camera set up on the on the top so it would, it would like go to the scanner and all that stuff and i would just like start drawing from there and that's where i got my like my start start that's incredible to hear. Like it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with kind of that reinforcement early on from your parents to really go forth for this passion or whatnot. The fact that they would get something that probably isn't easy to get a traditional, like light animation table. Like that's I, wow. That's impressive more than anything else. Okay. And like you said, obviously you're self-taught. I mean, I imagine, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, YouTube videos, stuff like that, helping you along the way. That's still stuff talk in my opinion, but that's, regardless impressive so at what point again like obviously like i said you with bob's world started off as these little characters then it went to comics then it went to animatics and then you decided to to do with animation what was more or less like the tipping point for you to trip just be like i want to make this animated i want to tell this story in animation um for the longest time um it had just been like i've always just imagined it to be that way where it's like oh um this show is animated i want my show to be animated <laughs> like, I, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that um i forget exactly what was the tipping point but probably like like i said earlier like the steven universe the movie for some reason i was just so like amped up to just like finally do it the way i did it <laughs> i mean um, hey yeah. that's it's a good spark more than anything else just all those different aspects leading up to that point and i can imagine like you said like you you posted just on Instagram like in one year time I'm gonna have my own animated pilot. I imagine that was a lot easier said than done starting out. <laughs> it was. Um, I think the like the hardest part of it was really just the animation part of it because like at that point I had already been making animatics. Right. Um, so when I posted that I had just like started doing storyboards. Um, and then like. When I went after the, like doing the animatic stage, I was like, "Oof, uh, I'm really in for it now." <laughs> but that was yeah, that was where the that's where it like happened. I mean, true. I mean, hey, you're a, you're a kid that kept to your word because like, a, what was it? Relatively a, a year's time, you released the pilot episode for Bob's World. Now I know we've been talking about it a little bit, but for the people that for some reason they have not heard of Bob's World beforehand, how would you describe? The world of Bob. Bob's world. <laughs> wow, I love that. Um, Bob's world is this show about this uh, teenage moody bunny um, that encounters an orb, a cyan orb, a cyan orb that 
falls in the middle of his town um and him and his and his friends have to find out what's what's going on with it right that's the, that's the hey show. <laughs> you know what hey that that's a good way to describe it but also like it leaves so much to the imagination especially whenever you sit down and actually watch that pilot episode which i mean like i said obviously i did and i was regardless like impressed with it and all sorts of different aspects of it i just have to ask one question right off the bat whose bright idea was it to see if bob could punch the orb because that's not oh, my that first was... that because that's not my first instinct i'll be honest with you <laughs> Yeah, it was either it was either me or, or my sister Matty who wrote who's the head writer of the show. Um, but it, I think it was, I think I had um, started like storyboarding the show before writing it, which okay. is nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think in the beginning storyboards of the pilot, I had just like drawn him like punching it for some reason. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, you said you know you did the storyboards before the actual story. You were young. You were still learning the process. That 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 was. Yeah. I mean that. That's probably like the biggest takeaway that I want or that I want to ask from this. Like, obviously, like going forth and animating this by yourself, like I said, it was definitely a lot easier said than done. But what was I imagine like for you actually going forth and trying to do this, all the different aspects by yourself, it must have been an incredible learning experience, all different steps along the way. Most definitely. Um, let's see. We I started we I started animation back in March of 2020. This was like right after COVID hit. Right. Um, and I was like, well, this is like, you know, the most horrible situation, but like I can make the most of this because I'm I'm not going to be in school. So um, now I can actually stick to my deadline and um, do this thing. So I think from there, um, I had done like a few animated things in the past, but like um, there Nothing were a lot to this more... scale. <laughs> yeah, not to this scale. So like just trying to um, um get what was in my brain onto like my computer screen and being like, okay, this doesn't look good. I'm going to come back to this later uh, and look like, check it again, make it look good. And, you know, et cetera, all those things. Um, that was like, what started it? I'm not sure. Wait, did I answer your question? No, <laughs> no, I, think, I, gotta... I, I think you've been answering Like just talking about how much of this was a learning experience for you more than anything else. Like trying to figure out how to translate what you envision in your head onto the computer screen. Like, uh, like I said, with the previous thing, definitely a lot easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I can only imagine like if, if the technology was there to just like put a camera on your head and have it transport onto a paper animation would be done a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Now, I, I obviously, like, I went back to watch Bob's World in preparation and research for this podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I have to say, this is either going to sound like a compliment or a diss, but I'm going to be blunt whenever I say, it was really impressive for a 14-year-old. Like, more than anything else. Obviously, more than anything else. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like that's the that's the thing that I, that I hear a lot. And thank you. No, I, I think I think that's definitely a compliment. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's definitely wild. Um, let's see. I started it at fourteen and finished it at fifteen. Um, and like that was the thing that I'd seen in the comments a bunch. Of, it's like you're just like you're a kid. Like yeah. you're doing this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, think about the people even today that are trying to get themselves into indie into indie animation. These are people that are either like in college learning animation themselves, or people that are adults and like you know they they may have been in the industry for a little bit. You don't see a lot of kids. You see a good handful of kids these days really getting into animation. I mean, I think the most famous example these days is a uh, Lego FG, the OG, the the the, the, the Lego okay. kid that was able 
able to get a scene in across the Spider Verse. <laughs> That's incredible, and his, his his work is incredible as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's someone. He is someone that I've tried to see if I get on the podcast. So it's much easier said than done, obviously. But like, it, it would be amazing just to pick at his brain to see how that experience was for him more than anything else. But back to my original point, like obviously. You can tell, like, especially with what you're doing, where there were some rough spots, but that's also, again, just you learning how to animate in the first place. Regardless, like, the the story that you were telling was really great. The characters, I cannot help but cling on to them. I really love the characters that you presented right in the first place. And, like, and especially some of the sequences, especially some of the action sequences, like when Bob punches the orb... I, I couldn't help but love it. Or like, you know, when, when the, the city is like just a floating crumble of landmasses here and there or whatnot, and like jumping from landmass to landmass, like that is some really impressive stuff regardless. Like, I don't care what anyone says, 14 or not, that was still a really good first step in the right direction. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of that too is with like my sister, Matty. I, I give credit towards for um, her like, writing for the stuff that i like didn't change i, I had changed like some things mm -hmm. um but she also like was a big like help in um or a big part not help she 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 contributed like a bunch a lot um to this like project and she helped me a lot with the um the other stuff that like wasn't animation and all that stuff so it's really dope like i was this also like her first experience, like writing for stuff for the first place? Or is, I assume she like, yeah, she wrote some stuff beforehand, like for herself personally or whatnot, or. Yeah. Yeah. She writes a lot. She's okay. yeah. Oh, good. She's amazing. I, I she's mean, and, and I'm happy to hear that she's still a, a head writer for this thing. So in fact that, you know, yeah, you made a big splash with that first episode, but it's not like you just put out that first episode and moved on with your life. You kept going with this. And that's the thing that I found more impressive more than anything else. Not just that you made that by yourself at 14, but like the growth you've had with the continuous episodes more than anything else. That's what I really want to talk about, dude. Like, cause I, I've, I made sure to watch all the episodes and I'm just impressed the more that you have to show for people. Like I can only imagine, especially after, you know, you did that first one by yourself, how at like, was there something in your mind that's like, as fun as this was, I can't keep doing this by yourself. Like what made you want to go forth doing a second episode, but also actually bringing on a team to make it a reality? yeah so um one it was like the demand um there was like right after the pilot was posted i think it was maybe um within a week um a lot of people were just like what is this like i want to help with it okay. um i want stuff and then that was like incredibly shocking to me i'm like this is I, I i beforehand i probably had like maybe 900 subscribers on youtube and then after the pilot like a bunch of people are like commenting all this stuff and it was just extremely overwhelming um and so the demand was one so my sister and i like we put together a um a casting call for like storyboard artists and then soon after it was like animators um and like that was that was such a like surreal experience it's it was it's even like thinking back to it it's just like so it was like so quick so it's like <laughs> tough to <laughs> i mean i can I, I can imagine especially for you like this was more or less a passion project for you like starting out like this is something that obviously you held near and dear for you the more you animated by yourself so to see other people like instantly being like we love this we want to help out we want to do more we want to help you do more i imagine like how both terrifying but also humbling it was to have this kind of support behind it it was definitely it was it was mostly terrifying i'm not gonna lie <laughs> especially like 
for some reason, um, I was not thinking about how you like YouTube works. Right. So I was like, um, I'm going to post this and like, I'll say in the description, like, Hey, like, you know, you can like either like give critiques, like maybe a week after it's over or something like that. But I, <laughs> I realized this is like the night of it's like filled with like maybe 30 comments already. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> It's it's odd when a video of yours goes viral, doesn't it? Essentially, <laughs> it, was, it was wild. Goodness, I mean, like I gotta say, like especially whenever you're, you got the ep- second episode out there, like the crew that you were able to amass with uh, it and like go forward with it, it's really impressive. The people that again came on board and really like cleaned up whatever you had presented in the first episode. Like I can only imagine how amazed and impressed you were the fact that you were able to assemble a crew and lead a crew especially at i assume at this point like 15 16 years old yeah 15 16 yeah um yeah that was a was another like wild experience and i like the crew is incredible we call we call ourselves the the crew barrow yeah because yeah and um yeah the crew is incredible shout out to them um love y'all goodness and uh that was like also um a wild time because like at this point um i'm like i'm running the show now like yeah. i'm like i'm running with with people that i you know i'm working with them and, and telling them what to do which is like wild to me because i'm like i'm not that type of person <laughs> in real life i'm such a like please just tell me what to do and i'll do it uh, i never myself as a person who's gonna be like in charge of things <laughs> i mean that's that's impressive i mean it also didn't help that at least with like the first episode i could tell especially from seeing like especially the voice cast that you have like correct me if i'm wrong this especially you were talking about like your sister helping you out with the writing this seemed like a very close like family effort to help create bob's world and make it a reality 100 percent, yes um my family uh they did the they did the voices um all like Bob is voiced by my brother. Uh, I voice Fred. Uh, my sister Matty voices Cat, and my sister Cadence voices um, Sam. And then I also voiced James in the first episode. And my mom plays the mayor. Um, and my band on above does all the music for the show. Right. Um, it was like it was just a built-in thing, uh, which it's you know it's perfect because you if you have a band and you have an, an animator you got to do something with that so I mean absolutely um, and especially the uh, I, I gotta say the music that you provide for Bob's World as well you know good job for none above more than anything else I I'll, I'll go ahead and ask this as well when it comes to to none above how did that like slowly develop to be like what for you and your family why why did you guys want to come together and make a band um let's see we came together as a band back in 2013 for Christmas oh um, wow yeah uh it's been yeah almost 10 years now um and uh and we played like joy to the world i forget exactly oh no that's not true we 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 came together um it was like a suggestion from one of our music teachers um she was like yeah you should you should yeah make a band i believe um and uh from there we just kept like playing together we had been doing um had our own separate like music lessons for a while. I play drums. My brother Bennett plays guitar. My sister Matty um, plays keys, and my sister Cadence does the vocals and bass. Um, and we came together, and we're like, okay, we'll just do this together. And same thing as with art. My my parents um, supported us ever since, and it's, yeah. At this point, we at this point, this episode should just be dedicated to your parents. Like, shout out to them for like really yeah, being the true, yeah. being the true oh, foundation yeah. for the artist that you are today. <laughs> yeah, 
Most um, definitely. Absolutely. And I mean, like, especially seeing how you're able to to use those incredible skills in the in uh, Bob's world as well. Um, especially with again subsequent episodes. Episode two was absolutely incredible. Obviously, me personally, I gotta say, episode three, I I love that. Especially with how much it kind of just like what you had beforehand. How much it got like turned up to eleven more than anything else. And I mean, like the biggest thing for me, and I'll ask you when it comes to this. It seems like at least with the like the first two episodes, obviously, but with the third episode especially, there seems to be a lot of like an anime influence to it. Like especially when it comes to like the intro of it, like the little like you know commercial break side characters like doing like. A little pose or something like that. Like, how much of an yeah. influence was anime into like Bob's world and to your own art? It was a it's a big influence. It, it it is a big influence on the show. Um, especially like on the pilot. Um, I, at the time, like it was when I started it, I was definitely more influenced by like Steven Universe and like OKKO. Okay. Um, I think as time went on, like I had gotten, I had just gotten into like probably my hero academia and okay. like i was like oh i want to like put that in the show and like um just these uh, like little witch academia was, was one of my favorite shows of all time um so that also went in i'm like like just these little things um just all over is that's yeah it's a huge influence on the show currently I'm, i mean you know whenever you have a a bunny person fighting an orb you can't help but think anime has a little bit of influence in it oh, having, yeah. <laughs> having the smaller character fight the unknowing forces before him you know <laughs> and i think another thing that intrigues me about the show is not just the anime influence but obviously like the story itself that you're trying to tell like what exactly is this orb like what are the backstories of these characters that you keep teasing or whatnot why is the mayor like hiding so many different secrets like <laughs> you're really weaving together a very interesting narrative the more you do of bob's world thank you so much yeah that's all thanks to matty as well she's she like um, I'm not as much of a writer. I'm like working on that. I, I like, I'm getting into writing more. Um, she's been the one who like, like, uh, just like, she's on that <laughs> basically. And she's like, okay, we can play with this. I'm like, yeah, let's play with that. And let's do this and let's do that. I'm like, that's, that works perfectly. And then I'll throw in this, this idea and let's put this in here. And, um, yeah, she, she's incredible with that. I mean, abs I, again, all props to her when it comes to that more than anything else. And I, I will say when it comes to the writing for her, I got to say for you and for your team as well, like the action sequences you guys are implementing with this, especially the giant robot fight scene. Like you can't tell that. me that like indie or not that scene and that experience was impressive. Like I can only imagine, yeah. how, I can only imagine how much of a excitement it is for you to be able to, to bring those experiences and those like that stuff to life. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, that was that three D sequence was animated by Oak. Um, they are just an incredible like animator, and it like when they were like first on the team, um, I was like, "You do Blender?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, we gotta we gotta do something with that. Like, we gotta like implement these things." <laughs> Taking um, specific things like uh, in, basically implementing the crew's own stuff into the show is, is a big thing like stylistically um and i'm glad that's like coming through i think i saw a comment on episode three that was like i think it's so cool that like um you can tell that it's more than just one like one style in yeah. this show yeah okay. and i was like i'm sorry to count that yeah exactly like it, it 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 ironically enough it 
reminds me of like Steven Universe as well, talking about like the different styles coming through. Because I mean, Steven Universe, a lot of people remember that there are times where you could tell a certain artist worked on a certain episode based on how they drew like Steven and the other characters and such. So to see that yeah. that's coming through for your show as well, and people are actually appreciating and loving that, that's impressive at the end of the day. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh no, trust me, I could gush more and more about Bob's World just in general. But I'm I'm curious, obviously up to this point, you know, you've released three incredible episodes. You gotta have like a particular favorite either episode or a particular favorite part of the entire of the three so far. Uh, favorites. Favorites. Um like a favorite episode, I think um currently it's probably episode three, I think like um, I'm proud of like all the episodes. I think they're they're probably yeah they're all my favorites. Of course. Um, specifically with episode three, I'm just like extremely proud of just how um, everything kind of came together, um, and like I think sequence wise, um, there's a sequence I animated with like the crew like in that like spin around where like the shards are coming. In. Yes. 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 And that came in, I think, because um, at the time I was looking at the animatic, and it didn't really have like a like kind of like punchy kind of animation thing. And I was like, I kind of like wanted to add that in there, um, even though you're like usually I you're not you're supposed to do that because it's it'll kind of disrupt the flow. But because of how the the show just is behind the scenes, I'm just able like we're just able to do that. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I'll just draw some boards. What do I want to see with this? And then that was that. Um, so that's probably like one of my favorite sequences on the show, other than the 3D robot sequence. I was going to say, I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, at the end of the day, this is your show. You can do whatever you want with it, man. Like, <laughs> if you want to have that cool sequence, like all the shards come in or whatnot, do it. Why not? Who's stopping you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the, the, the robot sequence, yeah, Oak did an incredible job with that. They're, they're, they're like amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah and then i think um the first episode I, oh, i'm kind of I'm trailing off a little bit but no, you um, go. Go. Hey, hey, this is a podcast you can trail off as far as you want all right go for it <laughs> um that that one sequence the where like he goes in where bob goes in to punch the orb for the final time um that was probably um that's another favorite sequence um, just like looking back at it, it's like, oh, that's that's nice to see again. But um, <laughs> um, at the time, that like took I think maybe two days to animate. Um, wow. Yeah, just like in my room because I that was probably one of the first shots I attempted to animate at the beginning of the process of okay. making the. And I was like, this looks horrible. I'm never attempting this again. And <laughs> I did not come back to it until probably like um, nine months later, and then. Um, I attempted it again, and I was really proud of it. Um, so, yeah, that's another favorite sequence. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, like I said, you know, you got three episodes out there so far, and all the stuff you've done with it is impressive to this point. But, again, you're not really slowing down. Well, I mean, if you're slowed down at all, it's because of school. You know, major respect for that. <laughs> but even then, like, the stuff that you have presented and the stuff that you're teasing with those first three episodes alone, like, you're like – 
you and your sister are really leaving a lot of breadcrumbs around for us to like trail down again. Like, what exactly is this? What is the mayor hiding? Like, what exactly is the mayor's past? Where are you know Bob and uh, Fred's parents and stuff? You know, who was the at the beginning of episode three? Who was the 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 lion and the alien that we saw in the spaceship? Like, how are they connected with the story somehow? Like, yeah. I I can only imagine how exciting it has to be for you to like keep people hooked like episode after episode like wanting to see more it's def it's super exciting i think um especially with this next episode it's like one of my favorites mm, i've been seeing the stuff you've been teasing especially with the introduction of a pirate crew as well which yeah, looks that, impressive yeah, <laughs> yeah, i'll definitely go into that a little later but um it's like it's really fun just seeing um the people who do take who do take the time to dissect those things and ask like what is Bob's real name? I've been trying to find that out for so long. Or, <laughs> or um, you know, yeah, the stuff with like, the parents and just poking out all the little fun Easter eggs. It's it's rewarding just because we, I spend a lot of time putting them in. My sister takes, you know, takes a lot of time putting them in as well. And um, it's just like super fun to see. It should be super fun to see, especially with what you you're creating, what you're teasing, what you're going forward with. And if you want to, I know you've been teasing a little bit, but I have to know what what should we expect in the future for Bob's world? Um, specifically, I'll say with episode four, um, we currently don't have a release date, okay. um, but um, I'm working on a trailer for it. I will say that, and um, that should be coming out. Um, I'm trying to get it out before like the one year, uh, well, sorry, three year anniversary of the pilot um, in November, um, or maybe on that day. I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, I mean, if, if, just out of curiosity, what was the exact day that it released? November twentieth, twenty twenty. Okay, so I was gonna say like if it was after, you know, it, it, uh, seeing how it's obviously when this episode comes out. Hopefully keep your eyes peeled if, you know, Wisdom doesn't go ahead and, like, maybe release it on Indie Animation Day on November 16th. But, I mean, you know, also three-year also three anniversary on November 20th, you know, that, that's also a good, you know, deadline to set for yourself. No, thank you for, for saying that date. I actually didn't know the, the next Indie Animation Day, so oh, I'll, I'll keep that I, I've been, I, Luckily, I've been keeping tabs because uh, the group that is probably one of the most responsible for it, the Sunflower Club, I keep in touch with them, and I've actually interviewed the person that is in, one of the people that's in charge with the sunflower club jen rust yeah. um so obviously keeping tabs with that and also that date is ironically enough a thursday which is when i usually release my episodes so it just kind of worked out for me like for future indie animation days i'm gonna release it on the day no matter where it is wednesday friday monday for me i was just okay. lucky and be like okay this is coming out on thursday awesome let's go <laughs> yeah awesome but certainly keep your eyes and ears peeled more than anything else people because i mean i can only imagine like especially with what the 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 burrow is is you know brewing up more than anything else like i can only imagine how excited you are for people to actually see what you guys have been cooking up yeah it's a it's a different episode i will say that um and uh it's really it's really fun and um it's got some like it's got a little bit of, like it's a little dark, a little darker than like, or at least like the, the tone is a little different. I'll say that than, than the other episodes, which I like a lot. Um, okay. uh, yeah, I like the, it's just a, it's a different, it's a different taste. And I think that's really cool. And it still has a lot of just the, the original personality of like the, the show that you've seen. And I think people were really like the, the characters um, in this episode. 
I mean, I'm certainly intrigued with, again, what you have presented and what you've been teasing more than anything else. Like, it, I can only imagine just how impressive it is. I mean, as you could probably guess throughout the entire episode, I've been a huge fan of what you're doing. And I can only imagine the people that have been on board, like, especially from the first episode, especially the people that have stayed on for subsequent episodes more than anything else. Like, it has to be yeah. impressive, kind of the 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 little corner of the animation world that you kind of developed for yourself. Yeah. Um, thank you. I think, um, I've, I've never even thought of it like that. Um, I think, um, yeah, it's definitely like surreal. I'll say that, um, to see like Bob's world fans. And I just think it's like extremely heartwarming. And I, I remember like people, I'd like do like Instagram lives at times. And I feel like, there are times where I'm like, oh, no one's like really watching this show. And then I'll see people, I'll be like, yeah, like, oh my gosh, like, that's, a, that's such a cool thing. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this show. And that just like warms my heart. I'm like, goodness, I'm glad you, <laughs> you like the show. <laughs> uh, again, I hate to put myself into this again like that, but like, look, I have, I, I have jokingly called myself a niche internet micro celebrity at times. All right. <laughs> but like, there, there are times where I'm sure I'm like, there's nobody's like really watching this podcast. Like, it's just like, you know, same couple people that may watch like a couple of but like no one's really watching it and yet on the flip side i hear people talking about like oh my god you actually got such and such oh my god i i watched that episode i thought it was impressive the conversation you know xyz or whatnot and it just all and like don't get me wrong i don't have near the following that you have but the, but the, but the fact that like you still see those people that are truly touched and inspired by your story. The fact that someone so young went forth and made their thing a dream that someone decided to go out and like make their thing a reality instead of waiting for an opportunity to come to them. Like I, I it's impressive more than anything else. And I commend you for keeping forth and going forward with this thing. Thank you. Yeah. It's definitely like, like people, like people like you and, and you included, like definitely, um, inspire me to keep going because it's 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 a lot. It's it yeah. is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine, especially like I said before, like trying to do this initially by yourself, and then at a young age being in charge of a team, which is a whole different experience, and keeping forward with this kind of stuff, especially in the chaotic world that is the internet, to where we don't know when it's going to disconnect. For all we know at this point, Lord yeah. help us all. And then on top of all that, you're also trying to go to college for this stuff. Like you got yourself like a, you got your you, you, like. You got your hands full, like with twenty different hands on board, more than anything else. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wild ride, in in all aspects, music music included. That's probably the and the, the music busy. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodness, like I, I, how do you how are you not like, how do you how do you strive not to get like burnt out from doing all these things? Like that's what I'm curious oh. about. I'm burnt out all the time. I'll say that. <laughs> um, and I think like I'm I wouldn't say I'm like burnt out right now. I think I'm like um I think I do like I'm just struggling to kind of get things from my brain onto the screen. Okay. How I um and how I deal with it, I'm just like um I I have to take a break. Um mostly because my mom like encouraged me to do so and it's like okay, you if you're doing this like you have to take breaks. Yes. Um, I'm like yeah. Cool. Um, and I just like, I love watching things that I love. Um, I watch a lot of anime. I watch a lot of, uh, um, just like shows and pieces of media and animated bits of media all over. Um, and like, I'll just like 
look at art books and talk to my family <laughs> because what I do a lot. I mean, yeah. it's it's incredible more than anything. It's good to know that you have that good support system behind you at the end of the day, like making sure that you don't constantly burn yourself out, like making sure that you take the time to step back, breathe before you go forward into it. As much as you love it, it's kind of hard to do it if you keep burning yourself out on it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, like, especially with what you're trying to do on all different aspects or whatnot, like, it, I... I have to say at the end of the day, I'm very much impressed with how you've been able to go forth with this art path. Like seriously, I know I've been gushing about this the entire time, but like seeing all the stuff that you've been able to do has been really impressive. And I can't help but commend you on all different fronts for actually going forth and making it reality. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Like, like true. It's, it's just, um, it's, it means a lot because it's, yeah, it takes a lot of time and like, it just means um a ton to me just like the the medium of art and the medium of animation and just things that like go in between with that um so it's extremely rewarding to to hear people um appreciate what i appreciate too i mean i can only imagine for you especially with how far you've dedicated yourself to this medium and to art in general like thinking all the way back to whenever you were first exposed to it from your dad and scooby-doo at the very beginning to where you are right now to where you're going forth and truly taking the steps to try to make this a career and going to college for this stuff like does it impress you the art journey you've been able to come along so far like are you impressed with how far you've been able to come along as yourself I am. Um, I think like at times I fail to um, like realize that um, and I just move like so quick that like I'm on to the next thing and I won't pay attention to what what the past was. But um, uh, I do just have to like kind of sit, especially in my, like, my, in my art block times. And sometimes like it doesn't really like help me get back into the spirit. Um, but like I'll just think like, wow, like I really did that. Um, I was just thinking about like my calendar um, from last year because I was really nervous about like getting this episode done when it was. Um, and I was thinking like, wow, um, all those dates on the calendar are crossed off and like all this stuff. And I was really excited to to say like, yeah, I'm done with this thing, <laughs> with, with this newest episode or the latest episode. Absolutely. You know. So, I mean, I, I have to imagine like, especially with, you know, with the past and also with what you're doing in the, you know, currently for the future, whatnot, like what you have planned has got to be exciting. And I can only imagine what it could be like, but for this next question for the future, what if we go a little bit above and beyond and I give you more or less the dream scenario, if I may, let's mm. say I am big shot, Mr. Moneybags right here. I come up to you and I'm like, look, wisdom. We know you can do some incredible stuff. We've seen just how impressive you are, especially at your age, to be able to do all this stuff in one way or another. We want to help, you know, we we think that you just need a little extra platform, a little extra push because the world needs to see it like more than they already do right now. We have access to anyone and everyone in whatever industry possible and more money than there should be possible. We really should be paying those actors and soon those animators and stuff like that. We'll focus on them a little bit. Right now we're focusing on you and you alone. If given this opportunity, Wisdom, what would be the Dream Wisdom Nun project? Oh, projects. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't thought about like my the Dream project. I think um, for the stuff that I do, it's just I love the process of creating. Okay. Um, doing stuff like making something out of nothing, um, and like. At the moment, I don't exactly have a dream project, but like, <clears throat> um, 
there's like ideas that I just have um, for many things. Um, and I think the stuff in between, um, like in between like creating the idea is, um, it's just like, I'm not sure how to describe it, but it's just, this, I don't know, for some reason it's just magical to me, just like the, the in-between stage. So at the moment, I'm not sure if I have a dream project, but okay. just just the act of creation. Okay, okay. So what you're actually saying is you want to get 20 seasons of Bob's World funded and 100 cities yeah. and not above, right? <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Thank you. No, honestly, I was like, honestly, I get that. Having kind of the, the, the period to kind of reflect and like really absorb like the process itself instead of trying to rush through it just to make the stuff and push it out there into the world. Like I get the magic behind it and I understand that more than anything else. So, I mean, like if there's anything that Mr. Moneybags can do to help make that a, a reality more or less you you let us know the the, the offers on the table we got you covered <laughs> i appreciate it greatly thank you but sadly we gotta get down from the dream scenario we gotta get back to reality and i'll ask the ever so generic question where do you hope to see yourself say five to ten years from now um i would love to see me and my band um like getting um like even bigger and like garnering a fan base that's like um and touring um i would love to see um more of like my works and projects out to the world um and i would love to like work with like people that i've like dreamed of working with um yeah i think that's 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 the that's the dream or yeah all right, I, I got to ask right off the bat because you said you have the dream people that you want to work with. Who's on top of the list? Who's the number one person you would love to just work with? Oh, number one. Um, or, or at least like a top three. Yeah, just like top three. I think probably like Ian Jones-Cordy, yes. uh, Rebecca Schuller, um Would love to work with like uh, Rad Seacrest, um, okay. creator of Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beasts. Yep, um, yep. Yeah. Hey, those are uh, those are good ones to aspire for, and also three people I would love to have on the podcast to talk about their experience with their stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. just uh, to pick at their brains more than anything else. Definitely, I think um, if I could continue, uh, I think like even like on the music side, probably like Charles Gambino. Um, yeah. Or, or Tyler the Creator, as I see him in the back. Of oh yeah. yeah, no, trust me that that it, it, if I have a a tier for you know dream guest or whatnot, he's number one. He's the number one person <laughs> I want to talk to more than anything else. Yeah. I like I, I could go on for days just talking about Tyler's music more than anything else. Like I just, <laughs> I, just, I love it. I constantly I yeah. just recently got the uh, the Wolf vinyl because they had like oh, a pre- nice. yeah they got like a pre order to to celebrate the tenth anniversary and it finally came in the other day and I'm just like oh it's great. Um, nice. that's awesome yeah I mean like um, even then like Childish Gambino like just getting a chance to work with him on any aspect of his art to be honest that that's a dream more than anything else yeah that would be amazing yeah like can you, can you imagine can you imagine him either working with none above on a song or providing a voice for Bob's world in the future that would be sick yeah the dream would be like we collab on a song and then I mentioned hey I know you do voice acting <laughs> <laughs> It would be there, yeah. I look, I saw your work as Marshall Lee, and I saw you on that one episode of Regular Show. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you were trying to get an animated Deadpool off the ground. I think you can. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. 
as we start to oh and also i'm gonna say whenever you guys uh for none above get a, a good couple albums out or whatnot you you let me know or whenever you get like a, a true like dedicated album out let me know i'd love to have you and the group on the podcast again just to have you guys talk about the experience thanks so much i mean we have an album out now it's about four years old um that's why i said whenever, whenever you have a new oh, album out <laughs> yeah, yeah um we we're working on some new stuff like uh new projects and like we just released um our newest like single out it's called valentine um i love that song it's great so you can listen to that on all streaming platform platforms platforms um any all the platforms and stuff like that um and we have some singles out too so yeah i'll definitely have to delve into that valentine and like i said definitely keep me in the loop when you guys get that next album out because i i would oh, love, yeah. i would love to have you in the group and talk about like the experience on the music aspect i know this has been a very animated oriented one but obviously seeing the the guitar you have in your background right there i know me and from what you were talking about oh, beforehand yeah. you know music is a very strong influence for you <laughs> extremely yeah goodness yeah as we start to wind down the interview, I just have one last question I want to ask you, Wisdom. Obviously, you've been deeply entrenched in art for ages at this point, for as long as you can probably remember. You Art's been a part of you one way or another. How yeah. important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? I think um, art is like... It's like how you... Or at least for me, like it's how like I learn things um, and i think it's important for people to learn things through art mm -hmm. um however that may be i think there's a lot of value in um in self-expression which is what art is um and i think if we're able to like listen to people and just kind of like take their take things from their perspective um i think you'll just get a better understanding of the world or at least how people like work absolutely um, yeah and i think that's like that's that was like a just a, a realization that just kind of struck me like a few like maybe months ago it's like wow like the way i i go through art or the way i perceive art is like how i communicate with people or how um people perceive me or, and etc like it's 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 very like personal um so if you're able to communicate yourself through that um, and have people understand you um that's like that's super important <laughs> absolutely that is wonderfully worded if i do say so myself um, that is all the questions i need for wisdom i've already showered you with a bunch of praise but i'm gonna show you with a little bit more because it's my podcast i do what i want um, <laughs> <laughs> look like i said obviously like Anyone in animation at this point, anyone that even pays remotely any attention to indie animation, they've heard your story before. How a fourteen-year-old kid basically animated an entire sh you know pilot by himself, like that alone was impressive and warranted a, a guaranteed spot on this podcast in the first place. But obviously, like doing some more research into your stuff and seeing that you kept up with it, the stuff developed more, and the fact that you were able to really hone your craft a lot more, especially with a crew, and really develop into this incredible, unique world that i'm so absorbed in and definitely want to see more of like that i i was i i was nothing short of impressed seeing how much has been able to come along and especially getting to talk to you now <clears throat> sorry getting to talk to you now getting the opportunity to to learn kind of the story and how much this stuff has a real influence on you like i already had a good level of respect for you but now it's like just through the roof more than anything else like i i it's it's incredible how much 
art really means to you and i'm glad that that translates well especially with the art you push out there and i can hope that that continues to do more especially as you go forth into these next steps especially into you know the world of college into adulthood which is really scary it is really scary man but i think if you keep up that love more than anything else and keep up the impressive work you've been able to do there's nothing you can't do you'll be able to go far in this world so keep up the impressive work man like seriously like you're doing a fantastic job obviously slow down to take breaks and you know breathe a little bit but i i'm gonna be rooting for you every single step of the way with whatever you're gonna do next so thank you for what you do i appreciate that extremely thank you so much yeah um thank you for like this this platform especially as i said at the beginning like this is this is like the dream platform like like having um independent artists like come on here and like talk about like where they come from it's just like such a a beautiful like just area to to share your story and all that stuff so thank you so much for doing that i mean it's one of those like in today's day and age to where like art seems to be respected a lot less and less where people think they can just you know type in a couple words and boom that's art or something like that or they think that a, a, a monkey that they buy fake currency for or whatnot like they think that's art like platforms like this need to exist platforms like this need to be out there because the people that are dedicating themselves to this craft just as yourself deserve that love and respect and support because you guys are you guys are putting yourselves out there you guys are doing everything you can to really like just let your true self be on full display and that that I believe deserves all the the love and support for as much as you guys give. That's why I'm more than happy to do this. I'm sorry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> now, if people, if for some reason, for if people have not seen your stuff beforehand and they want to absorb it and then some, go ahead and plug your stuff for the people at home. Yeah, of course. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, and Blue Sky at WizzyMMD70. And you can find my band, Not Above, um, N-U-N-N, Above, um, at, uh, on Instagram, Spotify, uh, Twitter, etc. Which also yeah. leads me to one more question I forgot to ask sooner. Where did the mm -hmm. name WizzyMMD70 come from? Was it just like a randomly generated one that you had or whatnot? Or... Um, no, actually that came from, um, I love this question. Thank you. This came from like eighth grade of, uh, in school, uh, a friend of mine at the time had joked with me about like making a, a rap like album okay. and he would like, we, we were joking and we, we'd call it, um, uh, no, it's the seventh grade. Uh, he'd call it Wizzy makes me dizzy. Oh. And <laughs> we, we I, I love that name. And so when I was like changing my instagram name from just like wisdom none i changed it to wizzy um mmd for for makes me dizzy um and then um seven zero because seven's my favorite number and zero just because okay now i'm never gonna forget now that wizzy mmd is wizzy makes me dizzy i'm that 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 rolls off the tongue like if you ever decide to go if if you ever decide to break away from the none above van or whatnot like stick with that name that that name like grabs people's attention more than anything else <laughs> yeah God, i love that now do you have any final words before we sign off um no, uh, watch Bob's World, listen to my band, um, um, and look out for episode four when it comes out, and appreciate your support. Exactly. And, of course, support indie animation, especially today and every day. 
more than anything else. And, of course, with that, all I have left to say is for the people at home, or at least for the higher-ups, pay your artists. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate you sticking around to this point. Uh, like I said, the intro Wisdom is an incredibly talented artist and a really cool one to chat with. Um, Wisdom, if you've gotten up to this point, sincerely, thank you for the opportunity to chat with you. Um, this conversation was as cool as I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and especially hearing your story about developing... Bob's world and really making it to the the idea that you want to be. You know, stories like this is why I am always going to champion indie animation and always going to champion indie animation day in particular. Like what Wisdom was talking about, that's the dream in a way. That is that is an incredible ideal situation of just going forth and creating this incredible vision that they love and enjoy. Like, how can you not help but root for that? Like, is it rough? Of course it's going to be a little bit rough. It's someone going forth and doing something on their own. Not everyone's going to nail it first time around, not without a little practice beforehand. But he put forth an incredible project that people loved and enjoyed and wanted to see more of and wanted to show support of. That's what indie animation is all about. You know, a major thing when it comes to indie animation as well is, you know, the amazing digital circus. Uh, obviously, at the time they're recording this, it just hit 100 million views on YouTube. That is insane. I mean, just look at the indie animation space before us now. We have so many incredible projects, so much of a variety of projects that, to be blunt, a lot of the stuff has the quality that is as good if not better than what the studios are presenting on mainstream media people are going forth and telling the incredible stories that they truly want to asking help if they can to truly make it reality i mean i can firmly say i'm a part of it in one way or another whether it's promoting these incredible projects just like bob's world and such or the fact that I'm helping Tipsy make her own for a project that is near and dear for her, that instead of trying to pitch it to 20 million different studios to see if they make it work, she is taking it into her own hands to go forth and create the vision of something that she holds near and dear to her heart, telling the story how she wants to tell it. With something like that, that's why I couldn't not support her. That's why I could not you know, hop on and help with the writing and, and try to bring her vision to life. That's why for any indie animation creators, if you truly put in the time and effort and show the love and the passion and make sure to compensate your artists if you can, as long as I see that there's a lot of that you hold near and dear, I'm going to champion indie animation till the end of time.
there's so much good, incredible, creative stuff that is being presented out there, and you guys are each doing a fantastic job. Sincerely. Every single time I see some new pilot or some new concept that someone's pushing out there, I get excited. You know, obviously there's like the, the evil little thing, uh, Lumi and the Great Big Galaxy, uh, Tally Ho, Hey, uh, was it Screen Time? I think it's called Screen Time. The the one by Hats Off Media. That one looks absolutely incredible. Um, I can go on when it comes to a list. Oh, uh, like The Will of Monsters. Uh, Swift Spark. Like, there are too many incredible projects for me to just list on here. Like, I could do an hour's worth of just... I, I can have a dedicated podcast talking an hour of just about all the incredible products that I'm excited for that I want to see more of. That's why I sincerely hope that you guys are really going out there and really supporting indie animation to its fullest. Indie animation needs all the love and support that we can get. And you guys are doing a fantastic job so far, but let's keep it going. Let's really ramp it up and let's showcase that love to, to people like Wisdom, people like Tipsy, people like uh, Tunerific Tariq, to Hats Off Media, to Show Toozy, to Star Tease. Uh, Ashes Art, all these incredible people. Let's really showcase that love to them and really champion that indie animation can be incredible. 